whenever we want to go. When Zach does swimming races, he's pretty fucking slow. Yo, Ben, are you listening? My diamonds are so fake that they're not really glistening. <laughs> I love to go uh, watch cars and I love to see them win the piston cup. I don't give a fuck. Your mum has a big dump truck and I want to drive it to work. And then she'll slurp me in the passenger seat. I'm not a fucking geek. I'm a sick cunt. And I've got a... Something. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Legend. Legendest bra. <laughs> Legend. Sickest bra. Shout out to the guy who said he didn't like our raps. That's straight caps. Caps at a music festival. I'm feeling quite zestable. That's zesty but extended. Music festival mm. where you listen to DJs. On the pod today, his name is Enshway. Oh! Righto, let's just start transition into that. I was waiting for it. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, YouTube watchers, Spotify listeners, Apple Music listeners. Is there any other platforms? Uh, no, yeah, so welcome back, wherever you're listening or watching from. Thanks for joining us for episode 21. 21? Yeah. 21. Was Blake on last week? Yeah. yeah. I'm losing it. I'm absolutely losing it. 21. Thanks for listening and uh, tuning in today because uh, this is the Sunday Sessions podcast, I forgot to mention, where we make you feel a bit better about the decisions you probably made over the weekend because me and Ben made some pretty poor decisions ourselves uh, in our 23 years on this wonderful earth. And we've had some Sundays where we woke up thinking, geez, I need someone to tell me it's going to be okay. And that's what we're going to be for you guys today. So It's yeah. not going to be okay. The actions you did on Saturday night are going to haunt you forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never getting better. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm one half year host, Dalo. I make pretty ordinary YouTube videos and also short form videos. And I'm also super rich, famous, uh, hot, good looking, tall, and jacked. What is up, guys? We are oh fucking jacked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I thought you had that written down. <laughs> no, no, no. We are, we've got a very special guest today. If you watched the previous episode, I'm tipping three, four, maybe five. Anyway, mm. I was in the past episode. Mm. We had the Misfit Minds boys on, and there was an integral part of that group missing. Mm. And we've uh, got him on today, and the that is... in the room. <laughs> he's, known, he's known by many many names in the, in the wide world. Enshway, one that's one. Enshway, Chucky Dan, Nick, 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 uh, Fat Cock. Yeah, mm. that's what my mum calls you. Mm. Sickest cunt, sickest mullet. Yeah, uh, in Australia and also whatever that mini version of you kids name is. <laughs> Duncan. Senior, Duncan, Duncan Senior. <laughs> Shout out Duncan. What oh. a name. Oh man, Duncan. Yeah, Nick, how you going? Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, sorry we couldn't have you last time. It was just a ordeal with uh, there was only two seats on that side and budget issues. Three you get guys. Technical and, issues. Yeah, it's, it's a big farmer. <laughs> so um, yeah, look, we for those who don't know, which would be probably no one who is a fan of the Misfit Minds, was you are probably the most important member. Oh, I funniest. Wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't say that. Funniest, best looking, nicest, most confident, tallest, heaviest. <laughs> Didn't want to say it. But um, yeah, so how, how did you join the Misfit Minds crew? Because as we discussed with Will and Seb, it started off as just those two. And now there's a third? What, explain it to me. I'm, I, I don't know what's happening. kind of just happened naturally. Mm. But they came down to Melbourne. 
We're, naturally, you begged them to join. Naturally, I begged them to join. I said, I have no purpose in life. I'm a retired DJ. I need mm. something else to do. And they said, all right, mate, come on. You can you can join mm. us. Come along for the ride. And then I think the first video I was in was when we were doing Uber Eats stuff. I didn't actually do a prank. I was kind of just in the background. Mm. But I had a few one-liners about kebabs and stuff like that. So I guess that's where my intro was. And then first video I was properly in was Chalky Dan in the Woolies video. And then Where did you meet? At the airport. Yeah. That, uh, they, they told that to me that you guys met. You picked them up from the airport when they yeah. first landed in Melbourne. Right? Yeah, I wore a suit. Um, <laughs> what? What? You were literally just like a driver and then just happen, it happened to be them. No, I was just wearing a suit. I just thought it would be funny. <laughs> but, but No, no, but why were you picking Yeah, why them were you up? picking oh, them up? Oh, so a friend of mine uh, manages YouTubers and stuff like that. And I said, check out these guys. Mm. They're very good. And that was ages ago and then finally brought them down. Mm. And I was kind of with them and then it just went from there. So you yeah, joined right. when they had how many subs? I think it was 36K. Yeah, right. So you are, uh, 36K, you are a band, yeah. uh, tail, tailgate. Tailgater? Bandwagoner. No, bandwagon. Bandwagoner. Yeah. Yeah. So you waited until they were famous and then you, I was watch- you, you saw, your, you saw oh. your opportunity and you struck while the arm was hot. Yes. Okay. I was watching them at probably 10K. Mm. And no. how many have they gained since your joining? I think we're at 151K. Oh, so their success is because of you. No, no, no. They were always going to be successful. I just... I doubt it. Push them in line. Yeah, I, I, I seriously doubt it. They're not, yeah, they're not really that funny. Yeah. I think there's uh, one funny person. They're in the industry plants, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, I planted them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty natural. It was good. Mm. It just slowly was in more videos and then... So I do guess, you like them as people? Oh, most days. Mm. Most days it's fun, but then when... Will gets a little fucky with me. <laughs> pushes. I like, have a, you gotta sort the cunt out. I have a very long fuse. Like I can put up with shit for a long time, mm. but there's just sometimes where I crack. Has there ever like been times in the house when it's gotten physical and everyone's been mad and like the temperature te- uh, tempers are flying and everyone starts maybe pushing a little bit too hard and then Xbox and Nick straps on the gloves and goes, who fucking wants it? It's never it's never fists throwing. It's more grappling. Mm. Like, you know, Will and Seb will get in like a grappling match together or me and Will will get in a grappling match together. Mm. Never who wins it. that fight? Depends how lazy I am on the day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Will can run circles around me. Mm. But if I grab a hold of him, I'm like a big bear. So but- what's the hierarchy of the house? How do, you, how do you three? Hierarchy of like, I'm the top dog. Don't fuck with me. Because in our house, it's me, Ben, Zach. Not a chance. It'd probably be. It'd probably be. We don't want to fuck with Seb because he's editing, and he'll mm. get pissed off if we fuck with him. So mm. we let him edit because that's Bubba one of the most Seb important parts. <laughs> Little <laughs> Sebby Webby can't have instructions. Big Sebby Webby can't handle the jokes. And then um... <laughs> 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 now everyone can handle a joke. And then I probably do the most gross shit, and I'm the most lazy and the slobbiest. So. Mm. That Will will be the one to be vocal about that. Mm. And I kind of just, I, I kind of cruise. Yeah. Just do my thing. Roll Get yelled punches. at a few times. Yeah. yeah Nick, don't piss on your Crocs. Having had <laughs> having had spent some time in the Misfit Minds Manor. Have you ever referred to it as that? The Misfit Minds Manor? Because I just thought of that and I think it needs to be called that. We call it home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. Having spent time in the manor, it is the biggest like bachelor pad. Mm. Would never, like it'd get tidied up, but it doesn't get clean. Like no one's clean in the sink or the toaster or anything like like no one's cleaning shit in that house and also in the fucking pantry there is like eighteen thousand woolies bags i like, actually i honestly genuinely think there's like 600 yeah, yeah what, there's so why? fucking much 
Because now you've got to buy your own bags at Coles. Yeah, but you, you guys clearly just keep doing it every time. Just don't. We forget that they're in there. So the Misfit Minds boys hate the environment. Is that what you're saying? No, we love the environment. We're just collecting them all to do like a project, like a paper mache or something. Um, is there, has there been any like moments living with these boys where you just like, you just feel so on edge because you think that you might gonna like you're gonna get pranked or something. That's what I think. How the fuck could you live yeah, in a yeah. prank household? Well, we we don't really prank each other too much, and the one the t- it's not super frequent, but the ones that we do, they're not bad. The most time, like the time I've gotten angry is when Will or Seb fucks with me, mm. and not on camera. Like yeah. there was a time like off the fucking camera. um. The bottle cap, bottle cap up the bum. Yeah. In the bottle the cap up the bum. There was another one. So I'm sitting on my chair, probably 10.30 at night. I am absolutely relaxed, watching Locked Into a Good Doco. And Will crawls from one side of the house to the other and just unplugs my PC. <laughs> and like, I was already pissed off. And like, that was just the straw that broke the couple's back. I can just picture him like, like being, in, being in his room and he's like on his phone. And then he's just like... Oh, I can fuck with Nick here. <laughs> and he just like prances down with like a big grin on his face. What was the repercussion? What do you do to him? Did you chase him around he, with the samurai sword? He realized that when I stood up, because like I'm pretty lazy now, I'm not going to just, I'd usually go, oh, whatever. But when I stood up, he realized like it was on. So <laughs> I've never seen, he like a little scurry, like a little rat, ran back up to his room, locked the door. Everyone followed because they knew if I'm up and running after someone, it's <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a rare event. Mm. So I go up, he's locked his door, so I'm shoulder charging the door and he's sitting on the door like this, trying <laughs> to like stop me from charging the door. And then I go, I go to someone else, I'm like, oh, you keep banging on the door so it's you, that he thinks I'm still banging on the door. Mm. So the other guy's still shoulder charging the door, we was going, stop, stop, stop. And I go out on the balcony, his window opens up like this and it's like a big window like this and it opens up like that. So there's a gap about this big into his room. And I was like, oh fuck it so i uh whipped it out and started pissing into his bedroom <laughs> <laughs> you pissed in his bedroom yeah through the window outside <laughs> <laughs> that's fine and then you know he got real pissed at it and then ran out and you know mm. had an exchange of words he got back at me and then he used a towel to clean up the piss and then left it on my air conditioner in my room. And I didn't realize that that was the towel that he cleaned up my piss. So my room smelled like piss for a week. Yeah, see, I only ask that that if you're always on edge. Because I, as we discussed last episode, and everyone would have already seen, got fucking pranked by you guys. And now I'm just always on edge. I'll meet someone and they'll say something weird to me. And I'm like, this is a misfit minds prank. Yeah. Like we were at the pub yeah. the other night. And this guy came up to me like trashed. And was just like, He's like, oh, Liam, remember that time like in the city that I gave you 20 bucks? And like, you, can you pay me back for that? And I was just like, this is a Misfit Minds prank. But he was just some drunk-ass cunt who was just like... It was so We're in so your head. Weird. Yeah, We're in your head. And, and yeah, so I, I've now been living life in a completely different way and I'm pretty miserable. You never know what could happen. So yeah, for those who uh, don't know about what the prank I'm talking about is, get out from under the rock that you're living under, but we talked about it last episode. So go listen to that. But from your side two of the story, two. two eps ago. See, I am fucking losing my shit. From your side of the story, what was the like inspiration behind that prank and how did that all come to be? Because it was pretty mean. And I didn't like it. <laughs> you just look like a little bitch on it, say so you were a bit. Yeah, well. The inspiration was we did a video of Nico on Milana where we did the same thing, 
but we actually had real people there. Mm. And then we're like, we want to do it in a controlled environment. So we want to prank someone. Perfect target, Liam. Mm. And we just got actors and did the same thing, but to Liam. Mm. And it was funny. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it was, was funny. funny. I don't want to get into it again and relive it. But at uh, least you now- looks, you on the last potty when you were talking about it, you still looked rattled. Mm. All right. I am still rattled. He ha- he hasn't really been the same since. I've been having nightmares and it's just like flashing air fryers in my head. It's like I'm haunted by an air fryer fucking demon that's just... Every time I go to the toilet at night and I walk through the house and I'm creaking on the steps, it's just... And then I'll hear like the ding of an air fryer finishing and I'll look around. Liam made us no throw air out our air fryer. Yeah, so it's made it really hard. Are you actually joking? I haven't yeah. been able to no, use my not. air fryer and my air fryer was the my favourite thing, possession that I own. Yeah, and it was like Golly the favorite thing in the house, and he made us throw it out. Mm. Not just throw it out; we had to fucking destroy it. So but, what do you do now? But I wouldn't destroy it in the backyard or something because then it would be close by. So we had to drive it up into the mountains, mm. us three, and we had to have it in the boot the whole time because I couldn't be looking at it. And then we got it out, and it was in like wrapped in the well, towel. We had to- and then the boys were like, "You need to do this yourself to get over your fear." And I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do it. So I did, yeah, yeah. we had to hike up a mountain with it around our back and just like take turns carrying it. I and did that with a possum once. I've been getting messed with <laughs> <laughs> What? There was a possum in my roof and dad was like, mate, the only way you can get rid of them is you've got to drive them like at least half an hour away because they can find their way back home. And that's I did that. <laughs> <laughs> what, and you killed it? I can just imagine. No. Oh, I didn't want to kill relo- the possum, so I relocated it, it. But apparently like, they can find their way back. And then so he drives home, and then when he opens the door, the possum's staring at <laughs> yeah, him. Just like smoking it up. Yeah. It's like, you really thought, huh? I can yeah. just picture the possum in the back seat with a seatbelt on because he doesn't want to die. <laughs> like, I've got a little cage for it. Well, yeah, fucking, you guys ruined my life. So I keep getting DMs from people saying, Are you showing an air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was getting fucking, um, my old swimming coach from when I was like 10, 10, 11 years old, he hit me up after not talking to me for the last decade and obviously he doesn't have instagram or like mustn't have tiktok or anything and he didn't know that i was like an influencer and then he's like oh uh bro sunglasses face how you been good star <laughs> how you been and uh <clears throat> how old is he uh 16 he's probably like 32 yeah. And I messaged him on October 30th, 2011. And he, I said, hey, how you doing? Never never responded back. <laughs> well, what did you want from him in 2011? Well, I would have just had just gotten Facebook and then been like messaging everyone who's active and just wanting to talk because that's what I thought was like normal. So you messaged your old swimming coach? Yeah, well, I mean, he was like kind of younger. So it was like, it, it, he was cool. He was the cool swimming coach. He could do backflips and stuff. Each their own. Anyway, bro, <laughs> how you been? Was just watching Misfit Minds on YouTube and I swear I'm watching you get pranked. Ha ha. If not, someone with your name and possibly even your face, exclamation mark, question mark. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Sus if it isn't you. Send my love to Katie and the fam. I said, yeah, it is me. They're funny cunts. Hope you've been well. He said, ah, that's fucking classic. I've been binging them with my GF. We feel like they're our best mates now. That's so funny. They were, lol, you were so quick onto it. Where you? And then blah, 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 blah. But yeah, are you best mates with him? Because that's what he said. He said, we feel like we're best mates with him now because they've no. been binge watching you guys. So are you best mates? Yeah. Did you set him up to this? Did you figure? Did you infiltrate my old swimming coach? <laughs> we literally had a PI on you for fucking months. Mm, I know everything geez. about you, Liam, and we're going to use it against you in the future. Mm. But that's, that's actually a good point. It's, it's kind of cool because like the amount of messages and comments you get of people being like, 
every Sunday they'll watch it, it becomes routine. Mm. It's actually kind of it's kind of cool. Can't relate. You've obviously gone <clears throat> pranked Liam, and then you've gone down a bit, and you've pranked this little Laser Bean, little YouTuber called Laser Bean. Laser. Beans. Laser Bean. How was that? What was that like? Honestly, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> look, go watch the video. You'll see it. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm glad though because I, I watched it the other night because I watched um fucking Blood Diamond and then I real I remembered I didn't remember it being so fucking like full on Blood Diamond is a full on movie yeah and then I finished it and I was like I need to watch something lighthearted so I went on the laser beam prank and um, which was a great prank thank you yeah it very, was good I thought well the kid executed. I thought the kid who did it. Was fucking great. Yeah, he killed it. He was a great actor. Mm. And like him having the balls to just continuously hound someone, like I'd be so fucking yeah. annoyed to, to do it. We had to say like, mate, remember your acting. He's not gonna hate you after this. Yeah, like, he'll probably respect it. But yeah. the kid, he was so good. Is it just like the like? Was he the first kid that you picked, or do you yes. have auditions? Or did no, you we, just go to a, like a primary school or something like that? In just, your white van. Yeah. And he said, "Hey kids, who wants to be in a movie? <laughs> who, who wants to meet Laser Beak?" <laughs> <laughs> No, it's we post it. Uh, actually, I don't know if I want to say this because then people. Oh, might. yeah, yeah, don't say mm. that. It's a it's an insider secret of how yeah. we get the actors. But yeah. yeah, people send in like things, and he was the first one. And we called him up. We called up his mum because he was younger, so his mum deals with it. And we said, "Would your son be comfortable?" He goes, "Yeah, hundred percent." We go, "Have you done any acting before?" She goes, "Yeah, I used to before." I'm like, "Do you want to be the mum in the prank?" She goes, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so it's good. So they already had that natural connection. I don't know well. if you can call it an insider secret when you literally just post flyers all around Melbourne saying we need actors for a Misfit Minds prank. Well, yeah, well, you've just blew outed it. it. You just blew it. <laughs> you literally just blew it. Good secret. Uh, whatever. Oh, well, we, exactly. I'm just happy that I'm not. Lo- I'm no longer like the one who was. The most recent guy who got pranked is like, oh, you got pranked by Misfit Minds. But now it's like, oh, you were one of the guys who got pranked by them. Are no. you guys trying to hit us back? Uh, we're thinking about no. it. We just don't really have no, the... No, we're definitely We don't not. really have the money or like time or energy to do it. But this, we're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, we're definitely not have something in the works right now. Yeah. This, Maybe it's today. Try wink, your best. Maybe wink. it's now that you're all locked in this room. Mm, I mean, wonder what's happening go. right as we speak. Oh, fuck. Oh, what's Ooh. the time? 1.40. We'll oh, separate probably, out of the house as well. Probably Ooh. were. Oh, are they? We didn't know about that. What a coincidence. What a quinky ding. Um, <laughs> Why would you target me? <laughs> Just don't check under your pillowcase tonight. <laughs> I think you'd want to anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, enough of Misfit Minds because fuck them. <laughs> We want to get into you because you're not here as part of Misfit Minds. You're here as your own person and we want to know more about you because you've yeah. had a very interesting life that Can we... Ben Ben told me about. Yeah. This, Can... this, is, <laughs> this is what happened. Let's just preface this little story by saying Nick showed up to our house today and he rang the doorbell and the door was flung open and he was just there holding the katana. Real like sharp a real katana. Sword. So that just gives you a little bit of insight into the the type of person that he that he is. And he, this is a bloke that has lived five, six lifetimes, I reckon, yeah. in his mm. in his thirty eight yeah. years on this planet. And so basically, we the first night that we met, which we've talked about in the Dyson episode, we were at Dyson's penthouse in Melbourne that he was Airbnb when he was here, and we were just like fucking, we were fucking around. And then after that night. The next day, we had like a day party. It was for the launch of the podcast. Yeah, the podcast launch. And then Ben was telling, he like pulled me aside 
And he's like, oh, you know, Nick used to be a professional DJ. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and mind you, I said this in front of everyone and Liam just berated me. Like, like public humiliation, like... Are you fucking and dumb? Like, like, ben, you fucking that idiot. Dumb, and, and he got everyone on his side, and I was like, "No, he fucking is." And they then, fucking yeah. told me. Like, he told me he was a and DJ. And he's like, "Yeah, he was a DJ, was he?" And then was ben, he? ben even came around. No, like, oh, I did not. No, yeah, I was you were like, like, "Oh yeah, they probably were fucking with." All you need yeah. to do is scroll like one flick, and yeah. you see a bunch. And I was like, <laughs> "No, he was. He told me they wouldn't. They wouldn't do this. They wouldn't lie to me. I've known him once." And then when we found out. That you were obviously a a, um, a professional DJ. I had just a great relief exerted from you. I had to eat my own fucking cock. I was like, God, I was not. A, I was not just being like, no, I don't believe that. I was like, Was he Ben? I am. Oh, you're so fucking dull. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like there's not many DJs that turn into pranksters, is there? Yeah, it's so like just talk to us a bit about that, like how the the DJing thing and yeah. how that started and how that all eventuated. Man, there was many lives, honestly. Like when you say I was like in school, bought some DJ decks, whatever you call them. And I was like, I'm going to DJ house parties. So I started DJing house parties. Pretty fun. Had you a lot learn? of funny stories. Ah, just YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube these days. You could probably be a fucking doctor off YouTube. Though, like, honestly, yeah. You learn anything. So I was just bought some decks, speakers, started DJing parties. Some funny shit happened then. And then I was like, I... Don't I want to learn how to make the music that I'm DJing. So I just looked it up on YouTube again and then started doing that when I was like 16. And it was just a hobby. And then I started releasing music. I was in uni and then it started going really well. So I dropped out of uni and then pursued that full time. And then COVID kind of lost passion for it and kind of was just like, I'm going to I'm gonna slow down a bit and do other things. So when you say it started doing really well, like what was the first sort of big festival or moment where you were like, fuck, this is actually could be my life? I think the first uh, the first big festival I got was one called This That in Newcastle. I don't even know how many years ago that was, maybe like six or seven. Yeah. And I remember I was driving up to Newcastle and I just had a tear in my eye, just going like this is actually sick, like I did. I didn't have like I had goals that I set to like play at all these festivals, and then when I started, I was like, "This is actually like really cool." Got on stage, put my USB in, played two songs. USB's corrupted. Oh, oh. <laughs> in fuck. front of like I don't know how many thousand people, but it was fucking. I bro, I just like my heart dropped, mm. and like you don't know what to do in that position because I've never had that issue happen before, and then it all of a sudden happens at like the biggest day of my life in yeah. my head and the music stops everything just like what the fuck do i do so i'm like rustling around my pockets finding another usb and everyone's going oh and i plug it in and i actually think it made it that much more of like a good set because it stops everyone's going what the fuck and i got on the mic and says sorry usb fucked up what can i do about it anyway here's another song bang oh <laughs> yeah. and everyone went crazy and it kind of like I don't know. It worked out, but yeah. yeah. That How was did probably... you get that gig? Like, did you just go from playing parties to playing like clubs? No. So I didn't. I stopped DJing house parties, released <laughs> music, and then usually like clubs will email you and stuff. A bit like brand deals. You know, mm. do a brand deal. It's a club. Like, when should you come play? So you start playing at clubs, and then I got a manager and a booking agent, and then that's really where like I probably went from there because they kind of guide you and get you club gigs and. You know, it just goes from there. And I guess you, like, just each show would be bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. And it kind of just grew from there. And then, what was the biggest festival you played? 
probably listen out in Sydney. That was like did you have a good set time? Yes, I was right before Fisher. Oh fuck! And so that like everyone, even if they weren't there for me, they were there waiting for yeah. Fisher. So How many people do you reckon were that? Were, oh, did you play? I don't know. I'll try. I don't. I'll, I'll show a photo of it, but it was yeah. fucking crazy. What like, year was that? It was the year that it was. The year that 2018. 2018, I think. No, yeah. no. I don't even know. It's all a blur. How much did you get paid for it? <laughs> I don't remember. Mm, that sounds like someone who remembers but doesn't want to say. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually don't remember. It's a blur. What's yeah. the most you ever got paid for a DJ gig then? I don't know if I want to say it. You Tell us in USD then. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it. You Talk. don't have to um, if you don't want to. Can you give us a ballpark? Tell and us you- in rupees. A ballpark? Tell us in riddles. <laughs> I don't know. A couple thousand Indian rupee. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I don't no, know you don't have to, to if you yeah. don't want to. I, you do though. I but a fair of, amount. A fair amount. It's a good amount. It's a yeah. like, I don't know. You can look You can look up like how much DJs get paid for a good slot at a festival. Mm. And it's probably close to that. Maybe half. Yeah. Billion dollars? Out. Let's go with that. Billion repeal. Because mm, I know mm. Fred again charges a million dollars a set, so I'm going to go ahead and say you made 500000 for that set at Listen Out. <laughs> and my be, follow-up question is, can I have some? You'd be, you'd be way up. million dollars a set. Yeah, those big big dogs charge a lot of fucking money, but they also have a lot of expenses. But um, Fred yeah. again does do this. <laughs> so, I mean... That's, Go learn he, to do that. And he's gurning the whole time as well. <laughs> I was making a good living, like a very good living doing it and wasted all my money. So What on? Uh, Lambos? Food. Food. Okay. Uber Eats. Mm. What's the- Alcohol. Like, gambling. Did you ever fuck up a big show like like you did then, but just like completely fuck it, like you were too drunk or something or like you went up and you just like fucked it and they weren't happy? Nah, because I- over the over the years, I formulated like the perfect level of fucked up to play at. So I would have, I'd get to the venue maybe an hour and a half before I play. Usually, I'd start drinking an hour before my set, and I'd have seven shots or seven standard vodkas over the hour. And then when I get on stage, seven drinks is the perfect amount where you think you're doing a good job, but you're not stressed, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna fuck up. And if you do fuck up, you don't notice it, yeah. so you're not gonna be stressed about it any mm-hmm. less. I don't know. Do you ever play Seven, sober? Once. And how, how was it? Sucked. <laughs> you're like overanalyzing the crowd. You're like, man, that person there's not dancing to this song. This person's mm. there. But when you're drunk, you're just having fun. Did you ever play a pre-recorded set? Never. Yeah. Never. I feel like it'd just be boring if you did. I did. Like for the big festivals and stuff, it wasn't pre-recorded, but I knew exactly what I was going to mm. play at exactly what point. Mm. Like, like I would never go to a festival where you're playing in front of like 10,000 people mm. and just go... I might play this song now. I might yeah. play this on our place. Just like, a lot of preparation and go. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd fully prepare the set and I'd yeah. still play it, but I'd know exactly when to play the next song. So I'd still be DJing, but it wasn't like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people do that. I don't really know. But. Do you have any like um, crazy stories? Like what's, what's sort of the what's best? What's like the coolest things that happen yeah. from it? The whole Because it's so like you never really hear stories from DJs that have played fucking all these sets and all these mm. like festivals. <laughs> Trying to think of crazy stories because it's like it's mostly just drinking shitloads of alcohol. But I guess the listen out tour was sick because well, who I was who like was there? who headlined that? Like who are you partying? I think it was backstage. ASAP Rocky, Skrillex, Brockhampton, all those guys. I didn't meet ASAP Rocky because he literally like 
the big, big dogs, they yeah. just have like their Mercedes Sprinter vans. Yeah. They'll literally get dropped off side of stage 10 minutes before they're set. Go and play dip. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't get a chance to meet them. You're not pumping seven vodkas with ASAP Rocky. No, you're not pumping seven vodkas with ASAP Rocky. But I was pumping darts with Joba from Brockhampton, which was sick because mm. his their dressing room was next to mine. And he came in and goes, <clears throat> mm, cigarettes? I'm like, yeah, I've got these Winnie Blues. And he like hasn't had a Winnie Blue before. <laughs> and I give him one. He's like, this is this is a good cigarette. So you'd always just be pumping cigarettes, whatever. Fuck yeah. That's that, What's just, your dressing room like? What is, what is that like? I thought it's always, just... always different. Mm. Like sometimes you don't get one. Mm. Sometimes. And they just you give do. you free alcohol and stuff. You have like a, a rider, which is like a hospitality thing where you have a list of like the things you want. Mm. Like oh. a bottle of vodka, whatever that is, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Mm. they we, we had riders because I was on tour with Blake. We'd had the riders and it was like some places you'd go to like a theater and it would be like they have everything like drinks, yeah. food. It's really nice. But then like. The fucking Wagga RSL. They give you like one bottle of water to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like most of the time, they're pretty good and they get you that and they also get you extra and stuff as well. But yeah, pretty good. Just get pissed. I'm trying to think of like backstage shit that happened. Actually, at that listen out tour, the, in Brisbane, halfway through my set, the power went off on the stage like completely. Like the generators just stopped mid song. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I look behind me, the sc- all the screens are off. Everything's just off. And everyone's like chanting and booing and shit. Mm. And I look to the side of stage and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then Fisher looks at me, he goes, oh, like runs on stage with a bottle of tequila and just starts feeding me tequila from the bottle. And I was like, man, this guy actually just saved the set while they're trying to fucking turn on the generators oh, and stuff. Yeah. That was a cool memory. That was a very cool memory. Did but- you always have someone there like on the side of stage who was there to like fix any problems that yeah. you had? Yeah, yeah. So you're never just fucking out there alone. Uh, for big festivals, I'd always have like a my manager or like someone there that knows how to run the show. Mm. It was pretty chill. Literally just rock up with a USB, plug it in. I did. I stopped using headphones because I would use sync. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like, oh, don't use sync, don't use sync. But I don't care. I'm there to put on performance. Was it like euphoric being there and like having playing a song and like the crowd going nuts? And then when you come off, it's a bit like come downy and you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck. Legit. It is like literally like a come down. Like you have so much energy and so much euphoria. And then you get off stage and you're still energetic. And then you go and sit back down somewhere or something and you're just like dead. Like mm. you're drained. And then the next morning's even. Even worse because you can't sleep because you still have the adrenaline. Then you wake up and you just like, fuck. It's actually really weird because you go, when I was playing Listen Out, I was still living at home with my parents. Mm. So I'd go and do this tour and play in front of thousands and thousands of people and have this crazy time partying, doing all this, going on after parties. And then I'd get home and I sit on the couch and I'm just, shit, I'm back home now. Mm. And I pushed my body I'm not going to say in which ways, but a lot of alcohol <coughs> and sleepless nights that after, I think it was listening out to her, I sat down on the couch and I just looked, I was like, mom, can you take me to hospital? <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, I think I'm dying. And then took <laughs> to hospital and the, the, hospital, the doctor was just like, no, you're just exhausted. Here, have this and go home, put me on a drip. And then I went home like a few hours later. Damn. I always yeah. gave you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> just give you a red bull <laughs> i always think like when i used to think about that sort of crowd is there like a which this probably isn't real but for all the people who perform at like a festival or something is there like a private party for all of those people and they just like party and mingle amongst themselves like all the acts yeah like backstage it's always a different vibe at every festival but like backstage sometimes the artists will mingle and drink and stuff like that sometimes there's an open bar mm. in the backstage area 
But then there's also after parties, which are usually pretty cooked. Mm. Very cooked. <clears throat> Have you ever thought about getting back into it? Yes. I want to do a retirement tour. Oh, Fuck yeah. And, and bring, sure. bring William and Sebastian with me. Fuck yeah. I want to teach so them how to Can we just come with you as well and just yeah, like 100%. be part of your entourage? Yeah, just rock up with all the boys. So it'll be pretty fun. Can we yeah. not do big shows in like major cities? Can we just do like small country towns? Like, well, yeah, I want to do. Glen and stuff. Yeah, I want to do country towns for sure. Mildred. Um, anywhere. Jindra. Oh. Anywhere. Yark. Yark. <laughs> Rand. Yes. Rand or Bundry. <laughs> Well, Bundry. Yeah, <laughs> you're just rattling, rattling now. You're waffling, mate. I, um, you're waffling off names. So I don't want to say this, but Liam and I actually have been known to DJ ourselves. We threw on a set and pretended to go back to back in a party a week. Well, ago. Well, I so was tra- I was playing a little bit at like our friend's house party, and then I was like, oh, I can't be fucked. And then I was like, Zach, come here. Let's just put a set on and pretend that we're just like doing this crazy stuff and then i was just putting it on and i was getting around and so we were just like yeah. oh, so you you just had we a pre-recorded set on no no well yeah i just went on uh sound you know how you can go on soundcloud yeah, yeah, yeah. i just went on soundcloud <laughs> and like got one of my favorite sets just started it because i know the start's like pretty crazy yeah and then i was just, we were just pretending to play it no one fucking knew. <laughs> no. If, if you get it right your jobs that like as a dj your jobs to make people enjoy their time there hmm pre-recorded set pre-recorded set why did you why did you uh well you said you fell out of love with it in COVID but did you just were you like nah fuck it I, I still like it. playing shows it was just the producing part of it I stopped enjoying making the music and was that part like you had to do it yeah you have to yeah to stay relevant you have to yeah uh, saves that <laughs> nah, I just I, I guess I always did it as a hobby and then it became a job and then it kind of made me lose have you thought about moving into rapping Myself? Yeah. No, I've okay. thought about moving into like pop punk though. Mm. I have a bit of a voice on me. When can we expect a retirement tour release? I Give reckon an exact date and then stick to it. I want to do it like really early next year. Oh, and like literally yeah. literally bring like Will and Seb and teach them how to DJ and they can play before me. Fuck. And then yeah. we all the play Misfit together Mines as well. Tour. And we just do it like as big fucking... Scoundrel you get party. so many people to do yeah. What genre of techno did you play? I just played like shit. Really, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even listen to it. Like it was like dubstep, pretty uh, much. Like dubstep. So like drum and bass sort of. Yeah. Oh, drum and bass. Oh, drum and bass was good, but it was very abrasive. Mm. So stuff that like. Our grandparents would be like, those that, fucking yeah, kids yeah, fucking yeah. turn the fucking music off, you fucking <laughs> Oh, how cunt. does anyone fucking enjoy this fucking shit? Fucking, fucking back hell. in my fucking day. Yeah, no Rolling Stones on that thing? Shit. Literally. Can't even fucking hear a fucking <laughs> word there. No fucking, fucking saying. <laughs> I, 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 I supported the uh, Prodigy once, like iconic electronic mm. band. And I remember... I was reading the comments on like the Facebook page because this was in like arenas and I was opening for them. I was reading the comments on the Facebook pages and it was like funny, but also sad at the same time. It was like people be like, that intro guy, it was just absolute shit. What the fuck was that shit he was playing? Because there was a lot of older people there at those shows. Did you respond to the comments? No. And argue with them? No, I would never do that. You should have, um, when you were retiring, started playing old folks' homes. <laughs> DJ, DJ Entry. <laughs> okay, you old fucks. Time to get up and about. That's actually a good idea. That's... Shake out that arthritis, baby. <laughs> if, your, if your hips aren't fucking wrecked, I want you to fucking wreck them to this banger. <laughs> <laughs> Come that on, Cliff. 
Get up! Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed him. I actually reckon we'd send a few people into cardiac arrest if I did that. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, I, like hand out, hand out their meds, but just give them an extra, extra MD cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got a we've got a segment oh. that apparently produces Zach cut to Zach Cam as prepped you for rave review rave review <laughs> for those who don't listen uh, don't know Ben what, what 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 is that rave review is where it's an idea it's a, it's a, it's not on the element of talk <laughs> it's like no it's it's a, it's a it's a party can be a party can be a birthday can be a funeral. Can be housewarming, just anything that you're at, that there's beers at, and you have a good time, and you just want to share, spread the good word of the gospel to the other people. I so, to... I, seeing that you've lived a fucking lifetime of of stories and parties, we thought surely you've got you take the reins. You've got today. something good for us. You know what? I'm actually going to tell a recent story because I think it's hilarious. Okay. Ooh. So, went out for a friend's birthday. Recently, out on Chapel Street. Mm. Chapel Street, for those listening, is the street in Melbourne where everyone goes out to party and do illicit Dr- substances. Shout out Icons of Chapel, the Instagram page. They are funny. Wait, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh great. Great. Got some cook shit on there. Icons <laughs> of Chapel, shout out it's to like, you guys. It's like brown cardigan, but specifically Just for Chapel, Chapel Street. Street. Yeah, there's always some fucking and it's cooked like units there. Eight posts a day. It's oh, like yeah. every single day, there's like eight things happening on Chapel Street that are fucking insane. It's yeah. fucking great. Anyway, yeah. sorry, go on. Chapel Street. So I don't know how in-depth you want me to go, but I'll, I'll go to gra- the, the, graphic, deepest, graphic. the deepest. Go to the Mariana's Trench of this story. Okay, so out at the pub having a few beers, lovely beers. I think it was Cooper's Green. Okay. I do like I like a Cooper's Green. No, they suck. Cooper's Green are Cooper's shit. Green yeah. suck. But Section 8 does the long necks and oh. that's good. They are good, yeah. Uh, Actually, maybe I'm thinking of Cooper's Red that sucks. Yeah. Cooper's Red sucks. Cooper's Green's a great drink. Yeah, Cooper, and I'll, yeah I'll, Cooper's I'll, Red. I'll die by that. Cooper's yeah. Green's one of my favorite beers on tap. And I've had a few too many beers and I've got a bit of a bitch stomach. So, you know, anything can set it off. Bit of dairy, bit of beers. Um, so my tummy's grumbling. We go to the next place, have a few more drinks. His next place is called Three Monkeys. I don't know if you boys have been oh, there. Been there. We've been, been there. We've, been there. We've you know, conquered Three Monkeys. Yeah. So out the back of Three Monkeys. It's horrible. There's it's the- all meth heads out the back and then the front's all like 15-year-olds. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize any meth heads, but... Out the back, there's those three toilets. Mm. And there was heaps of people congregating around those toilets. I don't know. It's very busy. So there were some tables there. They were drinking. Mm. A bunch of very attractive women hanging out the front of the toilets, really close to it. And my belly has been destroyed by some beers and some cheese on the burger I had. So I'm, fuck, I need to go to the toilet. Where's the toilet? There's three out the back there. So I go in and I sit down at the toilet. And I just start... Letting out the <laughs> fucking biggest, stinkiest shit I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like, the biggest, stinkiest shit I've ever done in my life. And, like, these toilets, they're just like, it's, there's, yeah, they're not soundproof. Not yeah. They're not smell proof. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no spray. There's no nothing. And I just start to hear this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what oh my the fuck? fuck 
is that spell? <laughs> Who the fuck's in there? You can hear the cunt next to me going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a chick in there before we do a coke sling, you go, oh my God. You literally hear a crowd of people going, what the fuck is that spell? Do you start going, oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I text Seb, because we're sitting near the toilet, so I text Seb and I'm like, is there a crowd of people out the front of the toilets right now? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, like, going off about my shit and he goes yes there's a lot of people (laughs) so i'm sitting there and i'm like fuck what do i do do i just like go out and own it i just said yeah i'll I'll go out and own it so (laughs) i uh just walk out there and i just go fuck did you guys smell that who the fuck (laughs) (laughs) to this table of girls and they just look at me they go we know it was fucking you (laughs) And then, yeah, I was texting Seb the whole time going, tell me when to go, tell me when to go. I'll try, oh, fuck, I'll try to find this text. That's like Liam's uh, vomit story at Falcons 28. Where did you, you, where did you, I, oh, have you heard that? No. I'll retell. I told it once in a rave review. Hey, wait, before but, this, oh, rating. Rating that of night. that night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, the night keeps going, actually. Okay. So after that, bowels are empty. I keep drinking. And I don't drink. Like, I, you guys been out. I probably didn't drink too much but when i drink i drink mm. so i was on a mission that night to get pissed and then we keep going going to another by city and then i somehow end up vomiting in an uber in an uber have to get out of the uber we had we had to get out of two ubers on the way to another bar because i had to get out and vomit again and again and again mm. and then i just got sent home and um, fell asleep in the shower for eight hours. <laughs> so, and then that was the night. I honestly rated 10 out of 10. <laughs> wow. That's the first 10, I think. Yeah. It was the first 10. It was great, fun as. Like, wait, wait, how long ago was this? Oh, like a month or two ago. I, like, I love it. It was so fun. It was like, you know, got to have a good comedy moment in the toilets because I found it hilarious as well. Good drinks. Uh, vomited. Passed out in the shower. So I had a really, I was clean the next morning. Uh, I felt mm. real clean. I love how you were like an Australia faring DJ at like the biggest festivals in all of Australia and your 10 out of 10 night out is shitting in a toilet, <laughs> throwing it up and passing out in the shower. I agree though. And I'm glad that you had that story because I, if you didn't have a rave review story, was just going to talk about my night at the fucking Kinross Woolshed Hotel in Figuna where I go to Snitzel instead of a Palmer. <laughs> why well i'm glad we didn't uh, listen to that yeah uh, and not even like there's no story i just chose to do that <laughs> it's not even like that just happened to me but anyway i'll tell you the falcon story the falcon's birthday party story so i walked into the toilet there was a girls and a boys obviously and then the girls one must have been like full or no i think they said oh the girls one stinks like we're going in here and i was in the bathroom and i heard them all come in and um, oh no! Before they had came in, I walked in there and I just like opened the door, went in, and I like really just I had this pain in my stomach, and I was like, I know if I throw up, I'll start feeling better. It's like fuck it, I got throw up, but I didn't want to throw up because I'd eaten, and I like, you know how it's like gross. And then I made myself throw up, and then I just like it, it exploded, like it was like one of the ones that's just like <sighs> like you know, the project yeah projector, and it went everywhere, like all over the toilet, all over the ground, all over the wall, like everything. And I looked at it and I was like. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started pissing. And then I hear these chicks come in, these three girls, and like, oh, like, we're just going to the boys' one because the girls' one stinks. And this vomit, like, <laughs> fucking reeked. Like, it was like, I was like in there, like, about to pass out. I was like, that is disgusting. And then I walked out, 
<clears throat> and I like look at these chicks. I was just like, oh, sorry, girls, disgusting in there. Someone's fucking thrown up. They say, like, oh, who the fuck did that? I remember when Liam walked out and he had this massive smile on his face. I was like, oh, what's happening in the toilets? He's like, oh, I just threw up in the toilet. There was girls in there and I told him it wasn't me. And it was just in the best mood after. I was like, oh, fucking. You always feel good after a vom. Oh, I felt fucking 10 kilos lighter. I felt great. So, are you guys on team Tacvom or do you just let the alcohol nah, sit there? Nah, I'm a big Nah, I'm, yeah. Although I haven't done one in ages. You got to get back on it. Yeah. I actually think I did a Tacvom at the penthouse party. In the bathroom there? Yeah. Yeah, right. I think I did Tacvom because I had those Woodstock double reserves that are like <laughs> fucking three standards, little nugget cans. Oh, those grenades. The, I've got a funny story so about them. dangerous. <laughs> we were at, uh, I was in the train to Albury. It's a train from Melbourne to Albury. It's like three and a half hours. And there's like ABC carriages. You have to buy seats and sit in your seat. But then D carriage, you can just sit in wherever. You just buy a mm. D carriage seat and you sit wherever the fuck you want because like there's a chance you'll get a whole section to yourself or like whatever. <laughs> So I always go in D carriage, but there's always Eshays and meth heads in there. Right. Without failure. Like you'd never wear your good shoes in D carriage on the Aubrey train. It's not a thing you'd do. And anyway, I was sitting there and I was the doors were closing and I was like, fuck yes. I've got a whole six-seater section to myself. Like I'm going to be able to mm. sleep. This is great. I'm going to have a great trip home. And this was when I was at school. And then just as the doors are shutting, someone squeaks in through. Oh, just made that. And I go, oh, guarantee he's going to sit next to me. Comes, sits next to me, sits across, like, uh, next to me, not across from me. And I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. Hopefully, it's just chill. And then I just, I'm sitting there, listen, like, just looking out the window. I just hear, <laughs> and you're not allowed to drink on this train. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting there with one of those Woodstock little nugget cans. Oh, like the three standard little bastards. Mm. And he skulls it. Looks over to me. And then I just, like, look back out the window. And I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. He's gotten that out of the way. And then I just see a <laughs> and he's had like he has a whole nother one and then like it was just stinking out the carriage because they stink they are pungent and then the, the chick comes down she's like you can't drink on here like you can't do that and he's like oh right it's alright I won't and then she leaves and I'm like thank god <laughs> and then he looks at me he looks at me and goes don't, don't tell her and I go oh my god and he sat there and crunched like six of these cans and was just like visibly fucked and then he was like i had headphones so he wasn't talking to me but this guy sat there and he was talking to this dude who clearly wanted nothing to do with him the whole trip home just dribbling shit and i was like thank fuck i had headphones i'd be fucked so that was my story crackhead on the albury train had the couple of cans they're dangerous dangerous. need to start drinking them then that you can get through a four pack in like two minutes because they're literally like 150 mils and they're three standards so you just go bang 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 Beer review. Beer review. Beer review. Beer review. Beer review. Uh, this can is you seg- introduce it, but in six words. Okay. Can I start? Can I say the first three? All right. Zach Quest Beer. Liam reviews beer. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, wait. I'm Actually lost. explain the segment now so that it makes more sense. We did. Read between the lines. I'm trying to read. All right, I'll hold your hand through it then, (laughs) you little fuckers. Uh, Zach, each week, goes on a quest, mostly deadly, dangerous, uh, sometimes interdimensional quests. Sometimes Mm. sexual as well. Where he goes and locates a beverage for me to rank. I then will drink it and review it, talk about how it makes me feel, talk about how it makes me not feel. 
and uh, then I'll give it a score out of 10. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm. It's called fucking beer review. What do you think I'm doing in the segment? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a long one today, but- Listen up, Edgeway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a bad time to say I actually don't enjoy beers. I'm more of like a- Well, it's, it's any alcohol. We call it beer yeah. review. Okay, let's go. Okay, so- this week's beer review... Imagine it's the triple shot little mini game. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. So this week's beer review begins last Saturday. So I was walking over to our nearest bottle to get some beers, as you do. And then when I got there, it was closed. So I check maps and see that there apparently is another one nearby that I've never heard of before or seen or walked past. So I walk over there. When I arrive, I see it doesn't look like a bottle at all. It's got a tall gothic front with vines creeping up on its outer walls. There were gargoyles and columns and spikes. Mm. Spooky. Dirty windows. I was like, this can't be the place. Was it stormy only in that only area? Only in that area. The there was a cloud above it. Yeah. Pouring rain, mm. but nowhere else. And yeah, so I was like, this, this can't be the place. No, no way. But it was midday and pre started at two. So I walked up the crumbling stone steps and knocked on the tall old oak door. Bang, bang, bang. No response. So I knock again. Bang, bang, bang. Nothing. I'm about to cut my losses and leave when I see through the window a shadow lurking. Watching. I call out to the figure. Hey, mate, do you sell beers? Then he dips out of my vision. I've given up. I go to leave and then the door creaks slightly open. I see the figure poking his head out now. He wears a hooded cloak and softly says, if it is beers you're after, you must find the North American Secret Spirit Society. I ask, how do I find them? He mutters, I've already told you too much, and slams the door in my face. So there I am, empty-handed, no beers, nothing. But what I do have is the enticing new knowledge of the North American Secret Spirit Society. Mm. So, like many of the beer reviews before this, I booked a flight mm. to Alaska. I search high and low, I climb mountains and kayak rivers, and talk to Eskimos and fight polar bears looking for this society, this Secret Fuck. Spirit Society. But alas, nowhere to be found in Alaska. So then I go to the USA. I travel Route 66. I check the Hollywood Hills and the valley below it. I search the Grand Canyon and Mount Rushmore and Yosemite and Manhattan and the capital. Nowhere to be found. I ask everyone I meet. I ask hotel clerks and businessmen and construction workers. They all know nothing about the North American Secret Spirit Society. So then I head up to Canada. I do the same thing. I ask and I travel and I climb and I swim. I'm losing all hope at this point. Does the Secret Society really exist? But then, as I leave my motel in Ontario, a black limo pulls up beside me and another shadowy figure in a robe tells me to get in. So I do. I get in the limo and it begins driving around. I glimpse at the robed man before me and can't quite discern anything about him. Then he says, it's come to my attention, you've been searching for the secret spirit society. Ooh. <laughs> I say yes. And then he queries, may I ask why? And then I tell him the truth. That I needed some drinks for pre's before I head out to Rev's. He replied, if there is such a thing as a perfect reason, then that is it. <laughs> Very well. I will take you to them. He whispers something to the driver and we change course. Then he turns to me and says one last thing for the remainder of the drive. By the way, we don't call ourselves the North American Secret Spirit Society. We go by another name. I ask what it is. He turns away and goes, we call ourselves the Canadian Club. So he oh. takes me to the club, gives me a bunch of drinks, and I brought one for you guys to try out here today. I wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> well, I mean... I've already given it. That's Obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, that was a great story. Let me no, just say this. You. It was a great story. But when I came home today, Zach <laughs> met me with a grin on his face. I said, what the fuck is this cunt got to be so oh, chippy about? That's my... Let me finish. 
and he said, I've got the best beer of you ever. I think that's the best and story it I've was, written so it far. It was probably the best, like, well-written and most in-depth one. Yeah, and the whole the whole turnaround had, that the North American Secret well, Spirit Society can also be Canadian, Canadian Yeah, I get club. that. No, I get Come that. on, tell me that's not a it good story. It was good, but it was like it was like you saying Oppenheim is the best Christopher Nolan movie because mm. it's what, the best well-written. No, but I'm not saying it's just about... Guys, I, guys, I guys. Think that was my this best. isn't about you. It was a It was a okay. Or even well, you. I reckon you've it's done It's about me about and my beer review. Oh, okay. Wait, we, so yeah, it's a Canadian club. We're going to do a we're gonna do a crack for Yeah, lessons. for those that didn't fucking catch on, it's a <laughs> yeah, Canadian, it's Canadian club. Canadian club. <laughs> oh, nice. You know a funny story about uh, CC? What? That when I was a baby and we would run out of... Um, you know, the powdered milk that you feed babies. Mm. My parents would just give me CC. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. So, uh, Canadian Club, it's, uh, isn't it like gingery sort of taste? Zero sugar Wait, as well. Wait, were you breastfed? Um, I presume so. Yeah, but his mum would drink Canadian Club while he's sucking on her, <laughs> yeah. on her boob. So, it would be like, it'd be like a in and out sort of situation what Sense. fucking flavor or drink is canadian club like, what even is it well, it's, it's dry ginger ale yeah it's mm. cc which is yeah. uh the whiskey whiskey yeah, yeah. and then yeah the... and ginger ale because you can get cc and cola they suck yeah i don't really have them cc on taps not too bad though CC on taps when, it's, good. when it's got ice and a lime in it yeah. that but... one's definitely better than the sugar version I'll tell you what you do if you ever go to the pub and they have CC on tap and they have the shit, they have like the real skinny glasses. You know the Canadian Club glasses? Yeah, they yeah. serve, no, I'm good, thank you. You ask for it in a schooner and if the bartender's a good bloke, he will give it to you in a schooner and you get like two times the amount Don't of Don't they just charge you more? Nah, if you're friends with the guy. Uh, or yeah. you get a jug. Uh, <clears throat> let me explain to you what's mm. happening here. You know when you're in how long, the country town in Australia, and it's 2010 and you've just come home from riding your motorbikes with your friend Jack and you've been riding around the farm and then it's getting to that sun sunset time of the day and his dad's like, let's mate, let's build a big bonfire and have marshmallows and you go, eek! And then you go, oh, what's there to drink? I'm really parched and thirsty mm. from riding the motorbikes. Ooh. Go, go look in the fridge, see what's in there. And you go and it's just a fridge full of Bundaberg ginger beers mm. and when you're 10 that's the equivalent of having a cold beer after work mm. you're just like "Ooh, this is naughty mm. that is the shitter version of that mm. it's like if that was from aldi that experience mm. it's just like that's what it is do you think the normal <laughs> is the is the normal sugar version better than that though mm. i don't think so probably I can't drink that because I'm actually trying to get diabetes. So I'm, I'm drinking sugar. You're trying to get diabetes. <laughs> yeah, and they cancel out each non-sugar drink you have cancels out a sugar one that you've had. Yep. Mm. So I'm strictly only sugar drinks. That one isn't as bad as uh, the full sugar one because I really just hate ginger in general. I think ginger is fucking atrocious. I'm going to give that a 6 point... Uh, 7.1. That's pretty Fuck high. Yeah. That's fucking high. What do you mean? You're it's saying that's atrocious. All right, 6.8. I'll get bullied down. <laughs> oh, wow. My arm's so rubber with beer reviews nowadays. Just yeah, like, arm's just rubber, rubber in general. Yeah, with everything. <laughs> Can you tell us the uh, boring story now that... Oh, fuck. We go to the movies the other day. I'm in a wheelchair because I fucked my ankle. And 
there's special seats at the cinemas for people in wheelchairs and it's not a seat. It's just a little circle, like a little square mm. where you can park your chair. So I'm sitting there watching, watching the trailer for this movie and this guy, definitely on meth or some kind of drugs, <laughs> comes and sits definitely on meth. next to me and he starts making comments about the, um, the trailers and he goes, fuck, I'd watch that. But like, wanting a reaction from the crowd it was like it was his movie it was like <laughs> fuck I'd watch that eh? what about you guys think and everyone's just going shut up like if this guy doesn't shut up when the movie starts he's going fuck that looks boring movie starts playing and he just starts going at the top of his voice boring <laughs> this movie sucks <laughs> everyone else in the movie is just going bro shut up <laughs> what are you talking what about what movie was it oh Bolt. 2007's Bolt. No, it was. I forgot what the movie was 2009's called. 2009's Journey to the Center of the Earth, starring Brendan Fraser. No, the movie did kind of suck though. So it was kind of valid, but it was one where the chick goes to the Airbnb oh, the and there's Knight? someone already already staying there, oh, and they um, go down on yeah. The oh, barbarian. barbarian. Yeah, barbarian. Yeah, barbarian. That movie fucking sucks. Sick. I hate it. But he left 20 minutes into it, going, "This movie fucking sucks." And there's a scene where, like, you know, he, she first comes to the Airbnb, and he's gone. Seen this a hundred times on her before. <laughs> Every five he's gone boring. What and the fuck? Gets up and goes, I'm getting my money back. This movie sucks. And everyone else goes, Yeah, fuck off. Like <laughs> Jack, he went back and he's like, movie was shit, give me my money back. And they're like, that's not how Hundred percent he did. hundred percent he did. Man, yeah, seems like a stand-up bloke. So the watchers of the Misfit Minds universe would understand what I'm about to say, but for those that don't, aren't lucky. Mm -hmm. What can you explain to us the crack camp and how the fuck it keeps happening? Well, because like, it's just it happens way too often, bro. It's that okay. My body figure. I am a big boy, so I need big, like wide waisted pants and shorts. So because I don't have an ass, there's no ledge the waistband oh. to sit on. This makes a lot of sense. So it's just, they just easily fall down. Fall down. Yeah. And even if you have a belt, which I don't own because <laughs> I just don't have a belt, but even if I do them up real tight, it's still because it's just a flat Always ledge. Um, it just falls down. And the every video, there'd be a crack in it, whether they tried or not. I think that's would beautifully be, put and would actually clear it up. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have an invention for you go on suspenders like overall mm. fucking huge, like huge idea well. yeah huge you idea. pull those rainbow off. suspenders great, great investment like that, they will keep the shit high that actually is a very good point yeah. and we should probably go out and get some after this yeah, fuck that, yeah. i've never thought of that but yeah crack mm. cam every time my ass crack is in a misfit minds video we give away a hundred dollars and i think the first two weeks we gave away something absurd like fifteen hundred dollars just because at, and it wasn't like a, oh, we should probably cut out a few because we're going to go broke. It was, this yeah. scene is a good scene and he's cracks in it. Like, it was it was fucked. My crack's mm. always in the camera. Yeah, I, I remember when we were doing that prank where we were filming because I was in like one of the vans with Seb and it was just following you and you, your crack kept coming up and he like full seriously just like turns to me and he's like, Man, we got to get rid of the crack cam. We're losing so much money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got a, I've got a question that will speed answer because uh, we we on a time crunch. I'm a waffler. <clears throat> I waffle. You are ex professional boxer. There is boxing memorabilia in your room. Talk to us about it. Run us through it really quickly. <laughs> I used to box when I was a kid and was in a tournament and 
clock some kid in the head with an uppercut and they called me Nick Uppercut. So there's a framed mm. photo of me giving mm. this bloke an uppercut. So That's you've it. just got past lies. Well, I wasn't a professional boxer. Lies. I was not a professional so boxer. So you're better than Mayweather. Yeah. Fucking... You could beat Logan Paul He's a, a little bloke, isn't he? Would you beat Logan Paul in a fight? Can you call Logan Paul out? I reckon... If me and Logan Paul, if you locked us in, I think Dylan Dennis said the same thing, but if you locked us in a room and you threw the key out and you said fight to the death, I reckon I've got more ticker in me. You and Logan, <laughs> yeah. let's set that up. Are you allowed oh, to have your samurai sword? Should we? No. Sorry, sorry uh, to cut you off, but this is a bright idea I've had. We should do uh, fight predictions for those fights because Xbox are... Xbox, I literally did it when I was a bah, kid. Bah, bah, bah. Okay, go on. Who's going to win the Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul fight? Who's going to win the KSI and Tommy Fury fight? Dylan Dennis, Tommy Fury. Nice. You think Dylan Dennis is going to win? Yeah. I think he's already won. He's, he's in his head, he's bro. Won he is he's in living in there. He's, he's won the hearts there. and minds of every human being. KSI planet. will get pumped. Yeah, I think so as well. I hope so. I hope he and fucking Logan Paul get knocked out. I don't like... I don't... No, nah, I'm not going to say it because Logan Paul's got that uh, Hollywood He's got that Illuminati. He's got power. those ties that ruin people like us as lives and families. You just see a I love Logan. He's head. great. He doesn't scam anyone. I bought crypto so when it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh, we've got some top threes for you. These are top three gigs, festivals that Enchway has played. Go. Listen out. Yep. Listen out again. Bar and Bike Pub. And... The Blues Festival at Echuca. My own show in Sydney. Your oh. own show? Yeah. I heard that was a disaster. No, it was, it was great. Yeah, I heard from people who went that it was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can be their own critics. Where, where, I, had a, I had a good time and that's all that matters. Where did you play mm. in Sydney? Uh, Metro Theatre. Metro oh, Boomin. fuck yeah. What's the Where's the Metro Theatre? I don't know, but it says theatre uh, after it's item of imagination. It's a, <laughs> a, <laughs> near Town Hall Station. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> near the KFC at Town Hall Station. I'm not from Sydney. So that was your own show that you did. Was that a part of like your own tour? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many like, people went? Oh, I think 13? it was 1,200. Oh my fuck, God. That's heaps. It was good. Maybe, you maybe a room? No, that shit's only become cool lately. Yeah. Like, no way. Carl Cox did his like a decade no, ago. No, 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 but like... Big. Like everyone needs yeah. to do it kind of cool. Yeah. Weren't we planning on having a boiler room in this room? <laughs> oh, well, it's fucking yeah. already a million degrees in here. Top three pranks that you've done. Oh, fuck. These quick fire questions. Top three Misfit Minds videos according to Chucky Dan. What are they? According to Chucky Dan, top three would be tennis. Sneaking into AO, doing that. Yeah. Mm. I think one of the... Doesn't have to be in order. Just give us three. The blue shirt video that we did with oh, you. Yeah. That's fucking, I reckon that's laughs. And then maybe the Virgin video. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Virgin Dan. I'd say none of them because they all suck. But um, <laughs> top three pranks that other YouTubers have done. What's the prank Mount Rushmore, but if there was only three people on Mount Rushmore? Well, not people. Pranks. Pranks. Like specific things. you got to put Nelk, Coke, fake Coke prank. Yeah. That's got to be there yeah, as there. probably number one. Probably number two would be a Nika Omelana sneaking. Oh, that's a sneaking video, but it was still... No, the KSI, I think the one where he made the fake prime bottle and snuck into the uh, boxing mm. arena. That's probably number two. I think Gideon getting prime and getting into the that's Gatorade three. Yeah, office yeah. and yeah. making them taste it. Great, three. 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 I'm going to throw a wild, uh, uh, wild card in there that you might not remember. Fusi Tube's yoga pants prank. <laughs> <laughs> Fusi Tube's in a psych ward or some shit now. Mate, Fusi Tube is uh, back on top. G7. G7. G7 <laughs> <laughs> G7 
What was his yoga pants prank? He <laughs> has a fat ass and he was like at his car. It was all fake. He was at his car like bending over and then he would get like fake paid actors to go up and like either slap him on the ass or be like, damn. And then he'd turn around and be like, ah, ah, boy. Oh, it was so good. I don't know what it is, but all those old fake prank videos, even though you know they're fake, like the gold digger pranks, I still mm. watch them and find them entertaining as hell. Did you did you ever see that one that was like the uh, Royal Stampede and it was like, like taking the piss out of them and instead of going back to a Lambo or something, you get gets in a tank. <laughs> <laughs> now that's one no, thing. The Royal Stampede's like, even though it's obvious, it's meant to be fake. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. reactions are real. Yeah. Getting like one of their mates to dress up in like elite, like Hollywood level makeup to be an old man walking with a walker and then one of their friends dressing up in all like NFL player gear and like running <laughs> and like cleaning them up. <laughs> and like, boom! <laughs> That, that shit was oh, so good. Fuck. That shout out to them. Where are yeah. they nowadays? I don't know. Because they were mates with like Danny and Michael, like the rappers. Yeah, boys. they were good prankers. Mm, or just were, like their public mm, shit. Was they good. were good. I think Who's the worst pranker in the world? Number one worst. No comment. <laughs> oh, come on. No, I don't think there's any. I mean, the bad ones are the fake ones. I think anyone that's pranking. I mean, I actually don't think there's a worse pranker in the world. Who are you pranking next? Who are we pranking next? Yeah. And I know it'll kind of ruin it, but just um, say it anyway. we actually we have a hit list. We'll bleep it. We'll we have it. we have a hit list, but I think Who's we're next? gonna get back, Chad. Oh, Can you help me prank help someone? Because I want to be on the other end of it. Because yeah. I don't like the feeling. Yeah, yeah, no. So like, we want to start pranking like. Get it? Yeah, yeah we'll we'll, we want to start one. pranking other people. Will yeah. and we'll said bleep the name. Warned we'll bleep. me. Said they're gonna get me and Ben now after we fucking helped them well, prank I mean you. no one's safe it's just that's what we live in we'll get yeah we'll bleep the name but we'll get Chad and we'll all get in on it oh, guys, he knows he probably knows it's coming if you guys like, prank me I'll kill myself far down the line like we're gonna, we're, it, it, like we're gonna do it not now wait what'd you say if you guys prank me I'll end my own life so that's on your hands <laughs> That's your decision, so... Imagine, yeah, it's your decision. Imagine prank. that prank. You're all standing in a circle one day and, like, Will tells the shit joke and then you just pull out a gun and blow your head off. <laughs> that, that issue, it reminds me, we, when we did the prank where we were fake security at, at a Baby No Money show, letting people in, <clears throat> I think <throat> me or Seb said something to this guy <clears throat> and he just goes, that's not funny. What if I, right now, jumped in front of that car, could my life, it would just change the trajectory of your life. And we just go... Jesus, mate, fucking calm down. Jeez. Go inside. Would also change the trajectory of his. Ah. <laughs> hey, taxi. That's uh, a good note to end on, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Do you want it? You got anything to plug? Maybe uh, Mindware or. Oh, yeah. Mindware is coming out very soon. Yeah. We um, got promised, everyone listening, we got promised uh, Mindware jumpers each. Never arrived. Still so if, you, showed if up. you're going to buy it, be prepared to never receive it. You haven't bought shit. Ah, well, it's more of like air. Nah, it is. We we will say something seriously about this because we've sort of when we went to your house, you guys were still in the process of doing it. Yeah, and it, you guys are clearly doing it the right way. Mm. Yeah, you're putting a lot of effort into it and like getting blanks, testing them out. Yeah, and even they were ready like last week, and Will and Seb and you were like, oh. Um, we we don't want to bring them over yet because they're not like perfect. Yeah, so in all seriousness, that's the reason. The level of commitment that you're putting into it. And, so. and not to add anyone, but there's a lot of influencers in the world who have and are currently and will in the future sell you shit merch. Like I'm talking t-shirts that you get from fucking Wish or Red. Kind of like your merch that you. Yeah, yeah. 
On like that me. note, by the Sunday sessions merch is coming out. Yeah. All the clothes bought on Wish. Pre pre order yeah. it. It's we haven't even started to think about it, but so pre order it. Go buy mine where you can get some high quality. Where do you, it's, not, clothes it's not out yet, but for like just three hundred bucks, I think a jumper cost. So like no, it will not be three hundred dollars. Oh, four hundred. No, it will not 450? be four hundred and fifty. But go follow the Instagram. Don't yeah. you have to go pick it up? There's no shipping. You have to pick it up from Rutherglen. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> next to the wineries, you said. No, it's out the back of the Riley Gun server. We may hand, <laughs> we may hand deliver a few of them if they're in the Melbourne area. Mm. Oh, I'm sure that would fucking excite what's people. What's the Instagram? Mindware. <laughs> Just at Mindware. At Mindware. Follow it because the designs are cool and I do. M I N D W A R E. Mindware, but it's it's high quality. We put a lot of effort into it. And would you like to shout out your own Instagram, or would you just like people to follow the Misfit Minds? No, I just follow Misfit Minds and Mindware. That's a selfless man. Follow it anyway. Uh, nah, message Enshway because we want that retirement tour. Um, no, all the boys can come. We can we'll sell a couple I mean, of tickets. I'm not paying for your flights, but mm. you can come. Where, what, come. where would you do it? Every, like every city in Australia. Not flights. Uh, We're getting a big old fucking RV. Yeah, yeah. tour van. Yeah, and we'll fun. sell tickets to shows and we'll help you promote it for 75% of the revenue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, our, it's Sunday Sessions TikTok did just hit uh, 11K on Instagram. Uh, TikTok. So, congratulations, so. boys. About to hit 12, Thank so. you. So that's. And yeah. have you hit the 100K yet? No, not yet. So. Everyone make sure Ben hits 100K on TikTok. Shout out Chet Hanks. He <laughs> needs to come out of retirement. <laughs> right, we're just rambling out. Uh, this another, is another great episode. Uh, tune in next week because wow, we our have standard got of, yeah, standard of great has gone. <laughs> we have got the, we have got the biggest guest ever next week. We don't know who it is yet, but it's happening. <laughs> it's someone you it. wouldn't believe is even in Australia. It's, let alone coming on. We're the not pod. saying us talking about Logan Paul, Dylan, Dennis before might have something to do with it. It's like Michael Jordan's here. Our next guest is up here. Righto. Thank you, Daniel Tocton. See you. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> subscribe <laughs>